All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, all right. You are now tuned in to the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, episode 54, the True Players Podcast. On this episode, we are talking about everything NBA related. From top to bottom, we cover every single NBA team. If you are an Atlantic Hawks fan, if you are a Dallas Maverick fan, if you are a Brooklyn Net fan, we are talking about your team. We're also talking about news around the NBA. What's going on with Dwight Howard? Why is DeAndre Jordan shooting 80% from the line now? Blake Griffin is killing in Detroit. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, just kick the intro music. Excuse me. Didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? It's the follow through with Clips and Drew, the True Players Podcast. Yep. You are now tuned in to episode 54. That's right. That's the one after 53, right? That's Drew? how it goes. 53 was a banger. Uh, that was, uh, who was that again? That was... Uh, 53 Scheme was... Mark Eaton? No, it was Artist Gilmore. Artist Gilmore. That's right. That's, that's who it was. That's right. Uh, 54, I'm not too sure who this is going to be, Drew. I told you yeah. told you mine from the beginning. I would like to see Mr. Rodney Rogers in the mix, but since... He's made the list. He's on the list. Yeah, 54 is a good number. I mean, I didn't expect to see as many players as I did on 54. There's quite a few. To, to start it off, Kwame Brown. Oh, fuck. Didn't he already make one of ours? Was it uh, Kwame one of them? I don't think so. I mean, he's he, 54 was like the number that he started with okay. and played with for the majority of his career. I think he was part of the who the fuck is this. Probably. Uh uh, edition. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. And, you know, one of the biggest busts in the history of uh, number one picks, as far as it goes. He ended up having a longer career than than some, uh, you know, based on his skill level. I mean, he ended up playing for like 12, 12 or 14, 13 years. He was a journeyman for sure. Yeah, bounced around. One yeah. of Michael Jordan's not not proudest moments. Yeah, tough, tough spot for, hey, who got, for him who to got be in. in that draft? You know who was, who, I mean, he went number one. Number who else one. was in that draft? Who did he go before? Oh man, I have to look at the draft. I'm I'm unsure. I think it was, it had to have been like 05 or 06, right? Because Jordan was like uh, the GM for the Wizards at the time, and he was the one that it was like. Wasn't it Michael's first uh, ever draft that he he ended up choosing Kwame Brown? Uh, that could be. I think that's what I remember. 2001 draft. Drew. 2001. Yeah, so we had to go way back. Oh, okay. We definitely had to go way back. Oh yeah, this was a good one. 
This was doesn't, who else was in that draft? So we got Kwame at one, and then the Clippers had this pick at number two, Tyson Chandler, your your new uh, traded to Chicago, traded to Chicago for EB, uh, Elton Brand, number three, Pau Gasol, Atlanta oh, Hawks. Oh, four another. I did key. not know the Hawks drafted Pau Gasol. Didn't know that either. Wow. Um, uh, number four, probably I think a bigger bust than Kwame Brown would be Eddie Curry. He was good though. He was better than Kwame was, and it, he had a he had a he had a quicker end to his career than Kwame did. This dude, but he got, was a better player. He had every one of his cars repoed. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> Eddie Curry. Uh, five was Jason Richardson. Oh. Six uh, Shane Battier. Seven Eddie Griffin. He had so much in R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, he battled with alcohol. He had a lot of upside. Yeah, he did. Uh, Dzogna pa- Diop, if you remember him, at eight. Wow. Rodney eight? at eight. Whoa. Rodney White. Uh Joe Johnson at ten. Okay. Uh your boy Richard Jefferson at thirteen. Yes, sir. Troy Murph at fourteen. Notre Dame. Jason Collins. Uh Zach Randolph at nineteen. Wow, he slipped. Right? I'm trying to look at a couple. Gerald Wallace at twenty five. Nice. That's a good solid. Jamal pick right Tinsley there. at twenty seven. Yeah, this long... is the 0 one draft. Oh yeah, guess who went 30 31st? Who's that? No chill Gill. Gilbert, Gilbert. Aller, yeah, Gilbert Arenas went thirty-one. I'm trying to look for another one. I mean, the greatest, the greatest white man of all time, Brian Scalabrini. Ah, <laughs> USC. Him. What up, Scal? Uh, the Nets drafted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find a couple more. Mehmet Okur, good player for a long year, for a lot of time there. Mehmet had a good run. And that's about it. That's what I'm going with. That's a pretty decent draft. Well, n- notable undrafteds. Uh, Arroyo was in that draft. Who? Uh, Carlos Arroyo. Carlos Arroyo, yeah. Viva Puerto Rico. That's right. Um, and that's all. That's all I want to talk about, the, two, uh, the oh, 2000. Yeah, draft. interesting. No, it's good to, I mean, because when we talk about Kwame Brown, mm-hmm. you know, I can understand why Mike kind of took the risk. When you look at the list of players and you look at, if you just were to look at Kwame came right out of high school. They both, one and two, Kwame and Tyson, one and two. That high probably, school. Yeah, out of high school. Yes, sir. That's crazy. And then you have players like Pau Gasol going third, you know, who is was playing in Spain. But he was but. unproven and, and fucking skinny as shit and weak and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you look at that. I mean, Tyson's still in the league and Pau Gasol's still in the league. After that, I don't know if there's anybody else. Richard Jefferson's retired now. Right. Battier's gone. Jason Richardson's gone. I think all those guys are Joe gone. Joe Johnson just bounced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, not not MJ's proudest moment as a... As a right. Um, yeah, so moving forward, Horace Grant. Ho! Oh. Horace Grant, number 54, long a lot of years there. Champion. Um, Jack Haley. You remember Jack Haley. Dennis Rodman's boy. Yeah, travel, traveled, pretty much traveled around with him from team he to team. He was part of the deal. Uh, like every time, he, he though. Was part like of somehow the deal. it was every time. <laughs> Patrick Patterson. Pat Pat, as they called him. Yeah, Kentucky product. Ed Pinkney. Okay, big Ed Pinkney. Yeah, Brian Skinner. Oh my God! You remember was he Brian? a Clipper? Was he a Clipper in fifty? He wasn't a Clipper. I don't think he was fifty-four in the Clippers. He might have been. He, I mean, he wore it pretty much for the majority of his career. Okay. Chris Wilcox, another another, another Clipper. Clipper. Loved Chris. He was a part of that Maryland team that that won it that year yeah. with Juan Dixon and yeah. Steve Blake and uh, Baxter and all those guys. Your boy Rodney Rogers. Rodney, absolutely, my boy. Tragic story about Rodney too. You want to tell you know, it? Well, Rodney's paralyzed now. Yeah. You know that it's. I I really want to do a show one day specifically on like the ninety five ninety six Clippers because a lot of tragic things. Is I think we've mentioned it, mentioned it before, but mm-hmm. Rodney, who was a great guy, his wife was super nice. Uh, I spent I spent a lot of time with 
both of them, Rodney was such a nice guy, great father. He started a trucking business after retirement. Okay. And just, you know, bought some land. I'm not sure where where exactly, but bought land and rode ATVs and ended up falling off the ATV, uh-huh. uh, which is sad. And a lot of things, you know, a lot of players on that team, Dwayne Shinsis die, you know, James Robinson is now like a doorman in Vegas. You know, everybody knows what happened to my boy, Keith Kloss, who has recovered Lorenzo Wright. We've talked about it a hundred times. So yes, Rodney Rogers, my boy, that that would be a good 30 for 30. It would be awesome. Yeah. And I actually talked to Lamont Murray about that. Did you getting everybody together and, just trying tell, to tell him the story. story. Yeah. yeah. Malik Seeley. I mean, Malik Seeley was on uh-huh. the team, RIP. Uh huh. So crazy. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. What, a, what, a, what a crazy That's team. the curse right there. No though. kidding. No Feel kidding. A couple more. Mm-hmm. We, we have uh, uh, this guy. I, the only reason I brought him up, I have no idea about his playing career, but his name was Popeye Jones. Oh, I know Popeye. I, Popeye Popeye's Jones. Popeye's on the top five all ugly team, bro. Is he really? Oh, Popeye. Oh, he's man. A, he's an assistant coach somewhere. I think he's in Dallas right now. You don't know Popeye Jones? Uh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely didn't say, hey, Popeye was one ugly motherfucker. Oh, he I made Sam it. Cassell look like... Look like uh, uh, Abercrombie Gosling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Popeye was a bad looking, bad looking dude. Oh uh, man, I just love that name. Like the the audacity for <laughs> to some for someone to name their child Popeye. I think that's fucking hilarious. Uh, and dude, get this, bro. I cannot make this up. But in 1982, on the Milwaukee if Bucks, it's Jeff Crompton. It's fucking shut Jeff, up, Jeff bro, Crompton. No way, Jeff Crompton. No way, bro. 54. <laughs> On the 1982 Milwaukee Bucks, oh, how hilarious! I almost and based on this list, uh-huh. I think it's about time that it's it might be the Jeff Crompton Can episode. Can we find a picture? I think it's I think it's finally his time. I and mean, this is like the fifth time he's popped up on yes. our list. Yes. So and because there really isn't a whole lot of, I mean, Horace Grant is probably the, you know, the, the best and and you know, obviously the the, the best uh, record wise. I mean, all the championships, but. I, I really think because I don't know how many more times we're going to run into Jeff well, Crompton. It seems like he didn't he didn't have a stable number. This guy he went. this guy had no numbers that he liked. He didn't he didn't he never seen a number he liked. <laughs> I cannot believe he just. Said I, Jeff I Crompton. blew my mind, dude. dude. I, yeah, so funny. <laughs> Jeff Crompton, 1982 Milwaukee Bucks. Let's make that official. I'm gonna we're, okay. That's what it is. It's then. a Jeff Crompton episode. <laughs> I'm down for that, bro. How hilarious, Jeff is Crompton. That? We're gonna dig into the deep archives. I don't even know what the man looks got, like. I don't either. I have but no I want idea. To see. I don't even know if he's white or black. I don't know. He could be a brother. I have no. It's Jeff with a G. Mm-hmm. Oh, G So that typically that's that is a that's boy, a white guy. Yeah. So, but dude, yeah, I'm excited to see what the guy's face looks like. Well, we got to find him. We got to find the proper picture. Jeff Crompton. This episode is for you. <laughs> All right, episode 54, people. There's a lot going on in the NBA, but one thing that we had, you know, kind of strayed away from is we want to take a trip around the NBA. Yeah. Right now, kind of give a rundown on whatever, what's going on, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. But I want to start with the Eastern Conference right now. Sure. It's it, Kyrie came out and said today that yo they're they this team is about to blow up like they are extremely frustrated. Celtics blow up in a good way or in a negative no, way? I, just they they are all as a as a as a unit like getting extremely frustrated. Okay, so with the way they're playing and, yeah. and they, you know they're the most underachieving team so far in the NBA. Well, yeah, when you look at what the expectations were, and I I want to I want to also get away from something, Drew. I understand you know, we keep saying it's I early think in the I think season. Houston might take that title away from them. underachieving. Yeah, they. Maybe in the West, I'm talking about... In, in the okay. entire NBA, Boston has 11 wins, mm-hmm. and Houston still only has nine. Right. So, okay. yeah, but go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Okay, no, I'm with you on that. Go ahead. Um, you can make a case for either. I mean, coming into this season, we are automatically saying this is the team that's going to... Eastern de- Conference champions. And, and possibly dethrone uh, the Golden State Warriors with the return of Kyrie and, and Gordon. And it's obvious that Gordon... 
just isn't the same player he was. It took it took Paul George about a year true. to really get back, but he was showing, uh, I think, more signs of life at this stage of his recovery than I think Gordon is, is showing at this point. You want to start uh, with the Celtics, or do you want to kind of make a run down like from like from I talk, seedings? No, I want to talk about the Celtics. Okay, let's really go. Fast. Yeah, okay. I just think that you know we got to really think about this. I, I mean, watching the Celtics last season and just how good they were without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Yeah. What's happening, what I feel is happening, is that now with Kyrie back, which is always a positive, dude. I'm not saying that this is a negative mm-hmm. with Kyrie being and Gordon back in the in the lineup. Mm-hmm. But those players that we got to see shine, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and Terry Rozier and Marcus Smart, all those guys, got a lot of burn, dude. And they, they, pro- they proved that they are starters in the NBA, could be starters in the NBA. Um, and I, I just feel that with Gordon getting how many min- minutes he's getting the game, he's got to be getting thirty, right, Drew? No, no, he's he's not. He's they're they're, they're easing him in uh, right now. First of all, he's only averaging ten points per game. Right. But to your point, I mean, ten points per game with whatever minutes he's getting is underwhelming mm-hmm. for what you would expect for his return. And for and for all of us, we were all I think as a as an NBA. Uh, society really excited to see him back. You know, I think he's, I think his road to recovery isn't finished yet. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he can still build, build on that and find his rhythm. And it's, it, my guess is that it probably does have a lot to do with his, with his brain, okay. I think more because when an injury like that happens, I can only imagine that every time he jumps now, he's second guessing how he's going to land. You know what I mean? Oh, I know the feeling exactly. So I, I still have that feeling, and and, I, and and the and the desire to go one hundred percent and play the hundred percent kind of ball that he was playing and and be full on and full on out. It's it's probably really hard for him to try and maintain that at any level with the insecurity of of shit. I could I could totally when break do you, my leg. When, I totally agree. But when do you, as a franchise or as a coach, be like, okay, well then? I mean, Jalen Brown's not starting, right? Jalen Brown is the one coming off the bench. He's the sixth man off the bench. Him and Rozier probably. Correct. Most yeah, likely. I think their lineup consists of Kyrie, then Gordon, then Tatum, then Morris. And, uh, but they do rotate Morris off the bench. Sometimes Jalen Brown mm-hmm. does start, and Morris comes off the bench, and then Horford the center. But when you're when your player is not producing, I mean, ten points a game isn't going to get the job done. They no. are what are they ten and eleven or eleven and ten? They're eleven and ten. Okay, so they're a five hundred team right now. They've taken losses recently to. Uh, the Mavericks, which is, you know, that's you not good. They lost that. to the Jazz, who are underperforming right now. Another team. They did beat the Raptors. They, they, they are one of the four losses that the Raptors have. So they're, they're, they're still, you know, figuring this shit out. To your point, like the expectations were set very high for them. We are, uh, very aware of Brad Stevens' ability to be an unbelievable coach, as we saw last year. And we accredited a lot of their success with the absence of Kyrie and Gordon Hayward to Brad Stevens. And so now it's like, okay, Brad, you know, it's you did a hell of a job last year, but now you have all your boys back. Every You got, you got all these guys ready to go, supposedly, and they're struggling. And he still seems he still seems to not be able to come up with a solution, which I think is just as concerning as Gordon Hayward's lack of progress. Because as a coach, you do need to be cutthroat sometimes. Uh, Good coaches have to make the tough decisions. And this one shouldn't be that tough right now. You should move Gordon Hayward to the bench until the kid is fully mentally and physically ready to be out there for 30 minutes. Agreed. But even if he's making twenty four million dollars a year or whatever it is. And they gave him that money. And, you know, it's only his second year. I mean, he's, he's still... 
whatever it is, 513 minutes into his career <laughs> right. in Boston. He only played five minutes last year. So, right. But, like, but, Charlotte's right behind him. Orlando's right behind him. Even Washington's creeping. You know what I mean? At so eight as well. I can, we can start from the bottom, right. I guess, there. And, and at the bottom of the league, you have Atlanta and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland, who won two pretty unbelievable games. They sure did. Almost Don't, beat the Lakers, too. That was close. Yeah, so they're tied. They only have four wins on the season. Cleveland has 15 losses. Atlanta has 16 losses. The Chicago Bulls are right there at 5-16. Laurie Markkinen, kind of a highlight for them. Bobby Portis is still out. He'll but be out. Laurie Markkinen is, uh, is on schedule for his return, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving up from then in the 12th seed, you have the New York Knicks. They're waiting on Porzingis to come back, and even with him back, it's really hard to to imagine them doing much of anything. But the right rookie's now. showing a lot of uh, a, a lot of shine. Dude. Alonzo Trier yes. stepping up. Uh, I you know I was I was really lucky to to be able to watch him for the years that I did it in Arizona. And you know one thing that he always did at Arizona was this scoring. So I'm not surprised to see him be a natural scorer like this and uh, kind of be able to take over games in moments. I am surprised. Uh, at the success that he's having, you know, even after that breakout game that he had, that first breakout, I thought people would be able to be like, okay, we kind of can see what he's going to do. The kid can shoot. He's got handles. He's got bounce. Like he's got uh, the whole package. And Arizona, there was a, a, a kind of an atmosphere of, I don't really give a shit. And I think, you know, as it, as is happening now with college players, their, their goal is clearly to make it to the NBA. And I think he's taken it upon himself to be like, you know what? I'm better than all these guys that got drafted, and I didn't even get drafted. Right. I, I'm out here. I can do this. And kind so of having I'm, having that Gilbert Arenas mentality. A totally. Little bit. And, but Gilbert was, a, was you know this, the first pick in the second round. Right. You know, it, there, there's a mat and a big difference between. That. I agree. So, but, but some of these players, Drew. I don't mean to cut you no, off. But some of these players actually are better NBA players than they were. College players. You get a little bit more freedom in the NBA, right. especially from like the coaching constraints that he had in Arizona. Sean Miller is a very, uh, you know, kind of a hard nosed coach when mm-hmm. it comes to, uh, just coaching in general, especially at the college level. You have guys that are like Calipari who are, are, are hard nosed in certain ways, but when it comes to the offense and the flow of the game, they're kind of go ahead and do your thing. Sean Miller is very much a system coach, and that you're right, it does restrict guys at times, especially those guards when you're like, I need to feed the that post. I can score or right. I can shoot the thing. Let me shoot. Correct. You know. So yeah, I think you're right. I think given the opportunity, I'm ex- people I'm, can shine. I'm a little. I'm kind of excited about New York. They got a, they got a little bit of of momentum. I think seven wins is 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 not enough. But late, uh, Knicks fans don't need much, bro. We just need to see some. <laughs> You know what I mean? We got to see something. Show, show them something. A little something. Let the let the let the uh, the unicorn come back. Trey Burke has had a couple really nice games, and it's funny because we're sitting here. Uh, New York is seven and fourteen, and they're and they're in the twelve seed, uh, which kind of what we expected. Right. But when we would when when we started the season, I you and I both thought the rookie we'd be talking about is Kevin Knox, who has been like non-existent nowhere. You know, he Great he, summer he rolled his ankle mm-hmm. kind of early on the season and really hasn't been able to recover. And something I thought he was going to be really, really good at was this mid-range shooting that he exhibited at Kentucky. He hasn't been able to find his range in the and NBA. in the summer league. He just right. got a lot, a lot of pub in the summer league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel you on that. Miami, I'm not too big on. They're at 11 seed. They're seven and 12 right now. They're struggling uh, because they pretty much had the same team as last year that took Philly to a game seven. You know, and 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 uh, Goran Dragic is still performing. They, they don't have Dion Waiters yet. He's, I think, he's should be back pretty soon. He's so, uh, but so key for them. Yeah. So outside of outside of Dragic, they still have Hassan Whiteside. 
uh, who's you know still a good defensive presence, but he's not going to get you. Did you see that shit with the assault rifle in his car, dude? I saw that. You, I, yeah, that was that was a hell of a story. He go ahead. Do you want to tell it? Dude, he the, he he buys a fifty thousand dollar assault rifle, gold plated, gold plated. Leaves it in his unlocked be- Rolls Royce in Miami, bro. In the back seat, Dade County. You know what I mean? One of the murder capitals of the world, and it gets jacked. I don't care where you are. Someone's gonna jack. Someone's gonna at least try to open the door, and they see that in the back seat. That's what shows me, dog. Yeah. that this guy is not the guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. We've this known is, that for a little while. Uh, we ha- we, yeah, we, yeah. Extremely talented, right? But he doesn't have the mental cap- capabilities to be. That's why Greg Popovich won't touch him, right? You know what I mean. The Celtics won't touch him. Any Lakers wouldn't touch and him. And he got that money from Miami, and now he's you know where he's where he's not going to go anywhere. You want to know why NBA players go broke, Drew? Buying fifty thousand dollar gold plated AKs, bro, and, and then and then immediately losing and them. losing it. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Down the drain. God. Oh, man. I guarantee that shit wasn't insured. So they are 7-12 and 12 underperforming. I think we, you and I both thought that they would probably be a little bit closer to the playoff picture, being that they performed so well last year. They need waiters, dude. They need waiters mm-hmm. back. Dragic can't really hold the offensive scoring uh, by himself. Right. They do have an, a couple nice young players in, in Richardson and... Uh, Tyler Johnson is one of the o- most overpaid players in the NBA I at can't this take stage. Him seriously, he, it, yeah. Well, he lost a tooth last year, so he certainly doesn't <laughs> paint a paint a good picture. Not Mo's. That's Mo's there. from the Office, right? Mo's. Yeah, that's Mo's from the Office. That's who the fuck it is. <laughs> ah! <laughs> am I right or am I right, bro? Oh, that's the that's, only thing I see out there. Where that that's funny. I just keep waiting for him to bring like a a, a, a bale of beats, bro. Yeah, I just want to see. Yeah, the beats. It would be it would be really great if. Dwight was on that team and he could like Dwight Howard oh. could yell at him. Oh, we're gonna talk about Dwight Howard. Here. Well, their, their team's coming up. So after right. Miami uh, in the 11 seed, mm-hmm. I still I just want to end it by saying I think they're gonna they're probably gonna get it together. I okay. would I'd be surprised if they didn't at least make a run for the playoffs. Well, D Wade had a really had. good game the other night. 35, 35 points off the bench, nice. set right. the record for a, a bench scorer uh, in Miami right. history as most points off the bench for for a player, which is cool. That's a, that's a nice another record to add for for his, his career. Book. Yeah. Uh, so in the ten seed uh, is Brooklyn at eight and thirteen. Again, nothing special. They, they they can put some shit together because they do have. I think you called them like the B the B version of the Clippers a podcast or two ago, or, or the, the, the you know poor man's version of the Clippers, which I think is pretty accurate. Uh, no real superstars. D'Angelo Russell and Dinwiddie and. That's about it. No, I mean, they have zero. So Jared Jared Allen is. is they are the good. they are the super broke Clippers. There you go. So eight and thirteen, right. nothing much about them. And then we have arrived at the nine seed, Washington, who is is starting to kind of pull this shit together somehow or another. They're at eight and twelve. Uh, we we visited them when they were like at two and nine, and then we revisited them at six and eleven. So they're they're chugging along a little bit better here. They're in the nine seed. They had a big win last night against the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big win. Well, James know, Harden went for 54, 50, 54 points. Almost triple-doubled. Yeah. Still losing. Taking an L getting 54 points. That should never happen. And if if Kemba's going to get the same, you know, the same scrutiny as getting 60 when they lost, then Harden should get this too. Sure. You know what I mean? I think that's weird to give anyone scrutiny when they do that cuz he uh, I think he had a triple-double too. No, he didn't he didn't in turnovers. He had 11 turnovers. That's what I meant. Yeah, yes. yeah. So but but it, you know, if you're scoring 54 points and you got whatever it was like 12 rebounds, like mm-hmm. you're doing a lot for your Agreed. team. You the rest of your teammates really need to step up at that point, I think. So it's it's I think it is harsh to go at either of them for a losing effort when they're clearly trying their best to win the game. 
Um, do you have? But their best isn't. This this is what's crazy is go. your best player's best isn't enough. Yeah. When you have Chris Paul and you have you know Eric Gordon and you got you know they have the pieces, dude. And we're gonna touch on in on Houston in a minute, but continue. Yeah. So just just to kind of revisit that game, that game went to overtime and and the Wizards did win. Uh, by four points and outside of Eric Gordon Chris Paul sat out that game oh. he's he's been out uh, I think kind of limited for the last week uh, I didn't know he sat it's dude. rest yeah he didn't, didn't play he, he did not play that My game bad. Eric Gordon had 36 points uh, which is a nice yeah it's a nice turn for him but then dude literally the next biggest score was Clint Capella with 17 mm-hmm. and then James Innes with 10 and literally nobody else scored double digits for them so it is kind of a miracle that they even got it to overtime and in that game, John Wall had 36 for Washington. Bradley Beal had 32. Markeith Morris had 22. Uh, Porter, 14. Green, they 13. Have, so dude, Washington has a really good team. Yep. It's the chemistry, dude. Yep. You know, and I, I, I've said this before. You can have the best ingredients in the world to make the best apple pie. But if you don't cook that shit right, bro, it's not, it's not going to taste right. I hear you. And I, I think it starts with the leadership. It starts with John Wall. And and I've never, I, I don't know, bro. I, I, I've i never heard John Wall's leadership come into question because I just don't think he has the leadership. There is none. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying is like nobody said he's a shitty leader. I just he's just he, not. He's yeah. not a leader. He's just not a leader. And in my eyes, I think Bradley Beal, it's kind of, I, I'm going to compare them to the Clippers really fast because I know the Clippers better than every, every other team. It's kind of like when you have Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, right? No, Chris Paul wants to be the leader. Half the team wants Chris to be the leader. Half the team wants Blake to be the leader. To me, Bradley Beal, it's his opportunity to go in there and be the leader of the team. But now with all the trade talks coming, this can really fuck up a lot of things for the team. Yeah. You know, you're constantly on the trading block. I know they're talking about the Lakers a lot, but they are winning ball games. Yeah. They're looking like they have a great backcourt, bro. If not the top f- four. Best backcourts in the NBA. They've won three out of the last four, including mm-hmm. a, a win over the Clippers, which was a big a big win for them. Yeah, yeah. They beat the Pelicans, and they, they just beat the Rockets. They have the Pelicans again tomorrow. Uh, I think what it comes down to for them, for the success to, to, to expand and, and to grow for the rest of the season, they need to beat the teams that they should beat. We're, no one's no one's really expecting them to beat uh, you know the 76ers uh, or the Warriors or, or teams like that. At they this can point. though. They can do right. it. But but my point is, is the success of the season is going to come when they beat the teams that they should. When they beat the teams like the Nets and the Knicks and the Hawks and the Cavs, those are the teams. And they should be. Uh, they play the Pacers coming up here and the Celtics. They should be very competitive in those games, if not winning those games. And no Dwight Howard in the lineup. Yeah, we had a little bit of news about Dwight. He, yeah. he made the news. Drew uh, and I made the decision that we're not going to go into too much on this because we don't really know the whole story. It we, was really out of fucking nowhere. It was out of nowhere. I woke up and, well, first of all, our boy hit us up and said, what the fuck is going on with Dwight Howard? Right. Something's going on. I I went to the internet. I went to our to our listeners. I went to our Instagram page to see what was going on. Yeah. Turns out that allegedly, and you guys have all heard this story, but allegedly... Dwight Howard has been in a relationship with a transgender man, right? Is that what we? Yeah, I think it? that's what you call a transgender man, mm-hmm. and is now wants to be referred to as a woman. As a woman, yep. okay. And we jumped on the story because obviously, if it's on the internet, it's true, right? So just like I, everybody else, I right? Mean, it made big waves. I mean, it's a it's a it's a high profile player. It is, and it's a very unexpected uh, announcement. And it's Dwight Howard. allegation. Yeah, it's a it's a huge allegation, right? So I went to World Star and I'm listening to the phone conversations that this woman or man I I don't know what to well, say. Go ahead with woman. Woman. We, we, yeah, we'll this move woman, forward with that. Um, had she started recording 
these conversations because she was being harassed and threatened, allegedly, from Dwight Howard's camp and pastor. Oh, and the, the pastor. The guy. pastor jumped oh, in. Okay, to me and to I think a few uh, to, to many other basketball fans, it's not shocking. Okay, if this if this came, this would be like, oh, I get it now. You sure. know what I mean? Um, On the other hand, it would be quite shocking because he has five babies with five different women, including one of which I went to high school with. Didn't know that. Yeah. Fun fact about Drew. Yeah, I think it was his third child he had with Christine. This girl, Christine, beautiful basketball player, like unbelievable, really nice girl, and, and you know, seems like she. Dwight she, Howard's a great guy, dude. Right. And so, <laughs> but what I what I'm saying is, because his choices have been the way that they have in the past, it is a little surprising to hear this report come out now. I, what I know you and I want to get across uh-huh. is that this is clearly out of nowhere. There has been, as far as we know, no resolution to this. Dwight Howard has not publicly said anything about this. What we do know about the past of this woman uh, is that uh, allegedly in 2016, she went at Playboy Cardi, uh, a rapper, with some similar allegations. Uh, we didn't. I didn't really look too much into that. Did you? Do I any, did. It, was there? Yeah, any? she faked phone calls and so, fake texts. And was it proven to be fake at that time? At, at that, that's what happened. Okay. Like, I, obviously, I don't. I'm not there, and I don't know the stories. Right. Uh, but allegedly, she, she faked all of that. Right. And I think that's very possible that she did this one too. But it's, she's going for extortion. Right. But what the reason that we pulled the article down from our page and stuff is because we don't know the whole story. And I think it's very serious. Yes. You know, she, she felt threatened for whatever reason. For, if, and if you listen to these phone messages, if they're real, then I would understand you feel threatened. Somebody's threatening to kill you, to hurt you. Right. If you bring this to the light, yeah, which could obviously destroy Dwight Howard's career. Yeah. And, and it should, if it's true, it should destroy his career. Right. So I, we, I think we want to be pretty. Wait, why would it, why do you think it should destroy his Cause career? Cause if he's actually out here trying to like. Oh, threaten, threaten if his camp is. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Not it, for being gay or liking. No, 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 right, no. Right. If he's, if he's doing, if he's actually doing the threatening mm-hmm. of, of this, of this woman and, and it is trying to, you know, shut her up or whatever version of that, that is happening, then yeah, he shouldn't be allowed to be in the NBA anymore right, because you can't have that right. in society. Now, what I wasn't trying to say, which I think you you mm. were, were getting at there, was if he is gay, then so be it. Right. We're, we're, it's 2018 right. now. Agreed. If he's gay, then he should feel comfortable enough to come out. We just The NBA, I think for the first time this year, had the first pride a, a pride day across the nba that happened in honor of uh of jason call jaron jaron or jason one of, one of the collins twins was the first openly gay right. player in the nba and so they they honored him and uh, you know the entire community and i support that i'm with that 100 yeah. so i think we're going to reserve judgment before uh, you i'm know, not judging anybody you're right, right. we're going to reserve judgment until we know totally what the, what the drill is totally uh either way it's fucked up either way the the the, the woman there is lying and it's fucked up for extortion or right. it's or he's or Dwight's doing some crazy shit, w- and it's fucked up for for trying to threaten somebody. I will say this: I don't think this was. I don't think she pulled this out of thin air. I can I, I can pretty much guarantee that they had some sort of relationship. Is that what you think? They, well, yeah. I mean, you just don't automatically pick Dwight Howard. Like, okay, which NBA player am I going to pick? I'm going to pick but him. But Playboy and- Cardi's pretty random too. Yeah, that ran- it is. It's pretty random. It is, but so anyway, uh, outside of that, mm-hmm. Washington's doing just fine. They need Dwight Howard. <laughs> 
they need Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, a healthy Dwight Howard, can change can change Washington's whole demographic. Right and here's there. here's the the weird dynamic. Excuse the, me. The weird take about this that I'm getting right now is actually it might do the team a little good to have something else be the uh, center of attention besides other losing. than the fact that they're losing and that there's no chemistry. And that should come a out- story like this can kind of just be like whoa and give them the space to just be instead of being have the microscope on them because constantly. a week ago we were talking about how, how practice bad. was all fucked right. up john wall's cussing out scotty brooks and then all of a sudden this comes out mm-hmm. so it is what it is washington we're gonna see what's up with you next week so yeah they're they're in the nine seed eight and twelve we're moving up to orlando mm-hmm. who swept the lakers they this sure year. did drew Good God. They sure did. They, I will you, tell you this. Orlando's man. your kryptonite, homie. Whatever it is. I mean, it, it might be the sleeping it's powder. Bukovic, it, bro. It's bro. It's the sleeping he- powder. That game that we just lost at home to, to the Orlando Magic, we being the Lakers, was the worst game I had witnessed this whole season. That was ugly, It was bro. just brutal. Both teams just missing shots, turning the ball over, sloppy, the whole all four quarters. None of it was pretty, and we still ended up losing that game. Uh, they're in the eight seed at 10 and 11. Not you know, scared of them. You, you, you mentioned Vucevic, who's having a hell of a run right He's now. Good, we mentioned him earlier in a couple podcasts ago. He's a hell of a player. And uh, he can Mo, do it all. Mo Bamba's hitting threes. Uh, Aaron Gordon obviously can still jump out of the gym. DJ Augustine is yeah. earning his money. He is. He's earning his money. You know, say what you want. He's clearly not an all-star point guard, uh, but he's fucking doing it. There's a reason why he has a job every single year. Yeah. It's kind of like how Mo Williams was. You know what I mean? There's a reason why you always have a job. Right. DJ is that guy, and he fits in really well. Orlando is one one really good player and one role player away. From, from actually doing something. I agree. Yeah. Moving up to Charlotte, 10 and 10. Mm-hmm. Our boy Kemba. Yeah. Apparently, he has to score 30 points a game, every game for them to win. We've, we've touched on them last week. Not, not really much to mention there. And then we, we jumped up, up to six where Boston, we just mentioned at, at 11 and 10. They're in the sixth seed. Moving up from Boston at the five seed is Indiana, 12 and eight. They are pretty much exactly what we were thinking they were going to be. Oladipo still playing well. Miles Turner playing well. It's a bonus. Uh, yeah, our, yeah, Arvidas's baby boy. Not your Vitas. Arvidas is a bonus, baby boy. Uh, they're, yeah, they're doing just fine. And then the surprising part here is Detroit, I think. Blake Griffin is having a resurgent year. Happy for him. Uh, DeAndre Drummond is is continuing to just get 20 rebounds as many times as possible. I'm, I'm really happy for Blake, dude. Yeah. I, read, I read a really good article on him. Just saying how he misses LA, but he wanted this new start, mm-hmm. and they, he has such. Blake's a great teammate, dude. Um, he's playing out of his mind. I think he's having a little more freedom because he's he's the man right now. Like you're kind of pretty much the offensive man right now. He yeah, he is absolutely the man there. They're, they they're, want him to be the offensive totally. Player. I think yeah. Drummond knows his role. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, um, Drummond knows his role. It's too bad that Embiid is his kryptonite, but it is what it is. Drummond's but, kryptonite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but sure. we're seeing what we're seeing exactly the full package from Blake now. Yeah, and we've said this so many times. Blake gets better every single year. Right, and now we're at we're in his. T- uh, tenth, tenth year, tenth year, yeah, tenth year, and we're tenth seeing eleventh the, the full bag from yeah. him right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really happy for Blake. He's happy right now. Shout out to Reggie Jackson, who's finally healthy and playing pretty well. They need a point guard. They though, needed dude. him last year. They did, but I think they again. They're another the, Reggie Bullock's been playing really well. Too. Reggie Bullock is uh, still uh, re- shooting very well. Right. He, he was, I think, he was the, the second best free uh, three point shooter last year, as far as percentage wise, uh, which you know people forget. But he had a great shooting Most year last year. Most people know who the fuck Reggie Reggie Bullock, Bullock is. No, North Carolina product, formerly of the Clippers. Clipper draft uh, was. 
was the trade that sent Austin Rivers to uh, the Clippers. He was a Reggie Bullock was a part of that trade. I didn't know that. Thank yes, you, sir. Drew. Yes, sir. Facts uh, by Drew. Right there, there it is. So Detroit's looking really good. They should be really happy yes. with what they're doing. Uh, three seed, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes. Jimmy Butler is all smiles, all as smiles. far as we can tell. They, they've they've even lost a couple games while he's been there. Still had a pretty good good things to say, as far as we know, other than maybe fucking up Markel Fultz's head. Oh, boy. Uh, outside of that, uh, he's he seems to be really embracing uh, the you know the team there. He hit a big game winner, three point shot the other night. Um, I'm pissed at Philly, Drew. What's up? I'm just I get it. Jimmy's a great fit there, dude. Yeah, Jimmy's a great fit. They nailed it. They nailed it with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, they, your your goal as a franchise Philly is to sign Jimmy Butler, extend Jimmy Butler. You get him for another, give him four years, three in an option. That's what his. It shouldn't be a five year deal. It'll be what he what he's take what he will take. I, I, you know, that's that's what it's going to come down okay. to. It's going to come down I don't to what he's he, going to take. I don't think they can give him one hundred fifty million because Ben Simmons is going to come up. They can do it, mm-hmm. but then it really does restrict the time that they have with Embiid and Simmons. I'm I'm upset with Philly, dude. What, we, what are you we, upset well, about? Well, we've talked Markel Fultz to the ground. Okay? We have, and we have to. It's our job. This is what we do. There's no real news to talk about him as far as any updates. There's is a there? little. There's there's some news. What do we have? Well, just the fact that. You go from he's not going to be with the team anymore. Well, that, we, we reported that last week. I, that's what I'm starting okay. with. He's okay. not going to be with the team. He's going to go see a specialist right. and reevaluate. Right. Then you go to he is not in the plans for the future. He's not in our plans as an organization to be in the plans for the future. Elton Brand came out and said that? They said this as an organization. He, he's not in our long-term plans. Wow. This is what came out and said. And then today you got... Markel Fultz is going to see a specialist, and he'll be back with the team next week. Expected to resume a roll off. This the bench. is why Markel Fultz is fucked up. Okay, well, and I don't want to say fucked up. I don't want to say fucked. Okay, up. he has a, a, a psychological issue with his game right now. Yeah, we all know this. Mm-hmm. Okay, whether this whole motorcycle accident happened, which uh, you know now that makes sense. You have nerve damage in your arm. That's how your arm gets. Uh, that's how your jumper gets fucked up. But didn't the shoulder specialist come back and say there should be there's no physical injury? Well, they're going to another one. Oh, they're okay. going to a wrist specialist this week. Oh, they're wrist going to a now. shoulder now. Uh, okay. And right. now they want to trade him and now they don't want to trade him. Right. And I think looking and 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 Elton didn't draft him, okay? Elton wasn't the guy that drafted Markel. Jerry Colangelo's son. Thank you. Drafted him, okay? This is the guy you took Markel Fultz number 1. This is the guy you took over Jason Martin, Tatum. Jason Tatum. Donovan Mitchell, Lonzo Ball, all these guys that are producing in the NBA, okay? Yep. And I think Philly is just trying to save face right now. And when it, when all you're doing is really you're really fucking up this kid's confidence, okay? Mm-hmm. If confidence is the issue with him, you're not helping at all. So, I I want to take a step back because mm-hmm. they they did take their time with him last they, season. Last season, they they didn't rush him out there. You know, it was clear when when he came in, we we had we had discussions about you know, maybe his shoulders a little fucked up or something like that, and they they really did kind of take their time. I mean, that's you know, the process is that was them. They were they were Philadelphia. The, the process it's it's so easy to forget how, how recent that was. Uh, but he didn't play for like after the first two weeks until like the very end of the season. So I I think it's a little unfair to say that they were completely impatient with him. Uh, but it seems like it's kind. It, how are you- now they're saying okay, well you're gonna have to show us something. I'm- Drew, I'm not saying that they're, they're – I think they're they're really jumping the gun. Now we want to trade our number one pick? Well, if you remember, the trade – as far as I can remember, the trade talks were, were from his side. 
the the announcement was that Markel Fultz had requested a trade, which was found out to be false. And then I think there was after that a reaction to that was well hell fuck it Let, you know if he wants to get out of here maybe maybe we can get him, Where, get him out of here it's so. the lowest value you're gonna have for Markel correct Fultz. nobody's gonna take Markel Fultz right now and you said you even brought up there was an offer today from Cleveland right Kyle, apparently Cleveland offered Kyle Corver and a first round pick for for Markel Fultz which I would take in a heart I would take it right now if well, we're not gonna get- Cleveland's first round pick might be pretty nice. Oh shit, that's right. So oh, yeah, definitely, I would take that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> if take you have an option to get Cleveland's first round picks yeah. for the for the next year, yeah, I'm I'm gonna seriously consider Give me that Zion that, and Ben Simmons or, or RJ or whatever. I mean, shit, dude. Uh, that makes but, sense. So you know, I think you and I both uh, we've said it before. We we hope Markel Fultz can figure this shit out. Philly without him is looking pretty fucking good. Yeah, and Bede is continuing to dominate night in and night out. Uh, you know, one thing we haven't talked about through all this is. Ben Simmons, we haven't really brought him up, and uh, people were really quick to jump the gun when uh, after like the first two games of Jimmy Butler being there, saying, "Well, Ben Simmons and Embiid and Jimmy Butler can't play together. It's just now they occupy the same spaces. They just can't do it. They're gonna have to get rid of Simmons." Hey, we need to we need to pump chill. the brakes. Pump the brakes. Media needs to chill. Ben Simmons is a great point guard, and he's six fucking nine, six ten, or whatever you want to call him. And and we know he doesn't need to produce on a scoring level. And even more so now, he has Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid, two of the top scorers in the league, on his team. Let the man facilitate. Let him have 15 assists a game Dude. and 11 rebounds and average eight points a game. Who gives a fuck if they're winning games, you know? We, uh, we, ha- we got into an argument with a, one of our listeners who's really cool. He, he participates all the time. Uh, but he was like, oh, dude, I'm not, I'm not fucking with Ben Simmons, Simmons till he gets a jump shot. And I'm like, look, bro. He brings so much value. What 6'10 point guard can do, what this guy does. His value is being 6'10 and being able, being able to create shots. If you can, if you can score every time in the paint, then score in the fucking paint. Right. Work on your jumper. Continually to work on your jumper. It's his second year playing. Exactly. When you, when he gets with the quote unquote jumper, and I don't know what that means. Right. Like if you, if you shoot 48 from the field, like James Harden's shooting 38% from the field right now. Yeah. What what do you need as jumper quote unquote jumper wise for Ben Simmons to have a jumper? Right. See, I think this, they should look at that at at Ben Simmons' success in a different light, which is what I think you're getting to. Like, I can't remember the last time that there was a guy who averaged a double double and it wasn't points. He has the potential to average a double double in assists and rebounds, which is fucking crazy. I still I I don't know. I've been right. I've been racking my brain trying to figure out who the last guy to do that was, and and I haven't been able to really come up with a name. It may have been Rondo one season. Now Ooh, that's the, the more that I first dude <laughs> the, I thought the, the more that I think about it. Uh, but if if that's the way that you're going to get the best out of him for the team and for the success of the team, why not embrace it? I don't get it. I, I understand the frustration with his jump shot, and we and everyone expected the guy to change his jump shot in one fucking off season. Everyone needs to settle down. He's going to be in the league for 15 years, yeah. and whether it's on the on the 76ers or somewhere else, he's going to be a good player. He's a superstar. At the top two, we have Milwaukee, 14 and six. Right. Toronto, 17 and uh, four. Uh, Toronto looks fantastic. Milwaukee looks fantastic. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, if Giannis and and Kawhi can still keep performing at Giannis these ridiculous everybody, ridiculous bro. levels, and you know we mentioned Kyle Lowry once, but the guy's putting up MVP numbers this year. He's a fucking sleeper candidate for MVP. He had a triple double the other night uh, when Kawhi sat and they still won the game. I think Kawhi sat fucking seven games already, and they have seventeen wins and four seven losses. Seven games, this dude. Sat. I think so. They're resting the shit and out, and they're of crushing bro. teams. So that's it for the East. I'm over the East. Fuck. Let's go to the West Side. 
West side, here we go. Bottom of the league. We're going to start at the bottom again. We uh, don't need to spend any time no. on this team. It's the Phoenix Suns. We're four, over you. Four and 15. By far the worst team in the West. Jazz. I want to bring up something that Devin Booker said today, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Devin Booker said, I want to create a super team, but I want the super team to come to me. And I said, this boy is going to be waiting for a long ass time. I don't think he'll need to that long. If, okay. Phoenix is a great place to play. Yeah. It's a really good franchise. And in his mind, he has him and DeAndre Aiden. So you, that's two. If you got, if you get one of these fucking free agents, Kemba Walker, right. John Wall, right. like, dude, I mean, it, it, it's. I think it's more possible than not possible. I like. Okay, but but then you got to look at okay, four and fifteen. Well, yeah, it, no one, gonna no one's going to be really excited to go over there. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, four and fifteen. Mm-hmm. The struggles continue. They will. They will continue. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a, a Trevor Ariza buyout. People called that really early. Back to Houston too, so Houston or, or Philly or just name a squad. But he's a he's a great buyout candidate. Yeah. And then literally the next worst team mm. is the Utah Jazz. But get get this, they have nine wins. Right. So it goes from from four wins in the 15 seed to nine wins in the 14 seed. Uh, and they are only again the Utah Jazz 14 seed. They're four wins off of the the West leading Clippers. The Clippers only have 13 wins. Hell yes, son. And they're, and they're in the number one seed. Yes, and Utah's we are. in the nine seed. Yes, we are. Seed with nine wins. So Utah's ex- is super disappointing me this year, Drew. I had Donovan Mitchell as my preseason MVP. Joel Ingles is killing though. That's my guy. Joel Ingles I'm, is if doing If I can well. buy any NBA jersey right now, I'm getting. An oh Ingles really? Jersey. I would. That's I love cool. that boy. You know, I think they're they're having a little bit of injury problems with Donovan. That's right. something that they're not we're not really talking a whole lot about. But he's been really banged up this year, and it's nothing drastic, right? He's not he's not messing up his knee supposedly, but he's had a back problem. He plays he, hard. He dude. had a rib injury against yeah. the Lakers, and he ended up sitting the rest of that game. So he's he's really experiencing what it's like to pop off after a rookie year and average like twenty two points a game, and then and then be like the rest of the NBA going, hold on a second, yeah, we're uh, gonna make you work for go this. Go ahead shit. and earn these twenty. <laughs> points hey, now we're buddy make you work so bro. that's what that's what that's what they're doing right now and we know that eventually he'll bring it around sure hope so um we you know it's really possible they don't make the playoffs because this whole rest of the fucking west is right in the mix at the 13 seed my most underwhelming team for the season the houston rockets at nine and ten again chris paul's injury woes they gave this man 200 million dollars you were preaching uh when he was a free agent to last you know two summers ago I don't understand why someone's going to give him two hundred million dollars. Did I say that? Uh, you did. Yeah, his age and, and, and his injury being injury prone and his injury history. Now I, you, I know you were upset when he left, yeah. but at the same time, you can understand why the Clippers did not want to pay this nostalgic man nostalgic reasons, bro. You, yes. you understand why you don't yes. want to pay this man two hundred million dollars? Yes. And now he's out here. I think he's only played a, a total of eight or nine games on the season. He was out for the suspension with Rondo, mm-hmm. and then he came back, and then he was out with another injury, and he came back, and he was out with another injury. And so. if this, and if this is, you know, if this is how the season's going to go for them, dude, and you're not playing with Chris Paul, that and might you, be, yeah. And you got James Harden dropping 55, 54, and not winning the ball game. They're missing that defense, bro. Luke Mabute and Trevor Ariza, you're missing that D because then you can actually, you know, slack off a little bit. Guess what, James? You got to play D. Mm-hmm. A lot of D. Carmelo Anthony's still. I don't know, Nothing. smiling on the beach. I don't know where. I don't know where million. he is. Uh, we, we, yeah, he's 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 paid, as you said. 
He's fine. Get the bag, Mello. Uh, but Secure it, the bag, Mello. We still haven't heard anything about him signing anywhere, no. which is pretty crazy. And it would be unbelievable for his career to end this way. Uh, hopefully, he'll make a return to the NBA in some capacity that, and, and be able to help a team because we both believe he can do that still. But there are 19 games in the season, but it's fucking full-on panic time right now. For Houston. It is panic time now Make until tr- the end of the year. Bradley Beal, are they going to go? Do you just go blow in for it Beal? Up. Blow up. Blow but up. is Bradley Beal going to give you what you actually need? Well, we Drew, don't like know. you said, though, from top to bottom, we're talking three, four games, bro, mm-hmm. separating mm-hmm. nine from one. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If you're going to do it, don't wait till All-Star break. See, I... I think there was a reason that they went after Jimmy Butler so heavy is because Bradley Beal Who? is Houston, Houston, yes. Houston. Bradley Beal is a great player, mm-hmm. uh, but he's, he's not, nece- he's not even close to the defensive player that Jimmy Butler is. So Daryl Morey goes, look, Bra- Jimmy Butler, unbelievable player, but also finally a defensive presence that someone that has grit, which very few guys on this team have that fucking grit. Yeah, but is okay. Then drew with that being said, is this analytics for Houston really working, though? Think about this. It did last year. It did last year. Right, okay. so they can point to last year, but the analytics only works with the, the accompaniment of some defense. fucking some tough-ass dudes right. that want to actually play defense. Right. 100%. So it's, it's a tandem thing. Right. But tell me this. I have a question for you. <clears throat> yeah. If their season continues at this pace, <clears throat> and let's just say they don't make the playoffs. Houston. Yes. Let's just say they don't make the playoffs, because <laughs> right now they're in the they're in the 13th oh. seed. Do do they fire Daryl Morey? Do they blow? Do they trade? How are they going to trade? Do they trade for John? Wall? Do they give Chris Paul to the Wizards? You, oh, dude. You do, well, you don't. If if it's based on injuries, like Chris Paul, you can't trade an injured Chris Paul. John Wall has an injury history. He does. I don't think that would work at all. I think Daryl Morey's done a lot for that. I think they're going to be okay as far as making it to the playoffs. If mm-hmm. Houston does not make the playoffs, you just heard me laughing. I am going to laugh. You have five, you have a half a billion dollars, dog, committed to three players. Right. You're in it. You're in it now, bro. Yeah. You're in it. These you're in are the, your fucking dudes. You're in the You weeds. have Chris Paul till he's damn near 30. Right. Little Chris is going to be a junior in high school when this dude is out of here. Yes, sir. Maybe not that far along, but he's going to be along. I know along. what you're saying. No, you feel funny. me? Yeah, definitely. What I guess what I was getting at is that the NBA is such an overreaction yes. league when it comes to this. And when someone is invested in, in a half a billion dollars in three players and they're and they're failing mm. in pretty much all terms of failure right now. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes NBA teams will go, oh guess what? I think we're gonna go a different direction now. And you know, I don't think I truly believe that Daryl Morey is one of the best GMs in the game. And I, I don't think he should get fired even if this is the failing season. But that's a possibility. Houston, if you do not make the fucking playoffs, you have failed. Yeah. One hundred percent. Absolutely. And and from top to bottom, yes. everybody, coaching staff, management, players, every one of you motherfuckers has failed. Totally. Uh moving up. Mm-hmm. New Orleans Pelicans at 12. Mm, boring. Middling of the pack here. Yeah. Uh, we expected better from them. Ant Davis is kind of floating in and out of really nice performances. And not playing, too. He had, he had, uh, he had a, a, a really good matchup against Embiid, and Embiid owned his ass a couple a couple games He's ago. So good. It, Anthony Davis only had 12 points. He's so good. And I think Embiid dropped like 39 or something like that. So the interesting part with this Pelicans team is they actually have the space and the, and the assets to make moves. So I think if there is going to 
to be a blockbuster trade. I would not be surprised if it is with the Pelicans and some other organization. So look for them to make a move. If they continue to struggle, they've already come out and said so. I, they have the talent to bounce back. Right. So just let the boys play. Hopefully they can stay healthy and they can continue to improve. I want to see Ant Davis in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Up on next level to the 11 seed Minnesota Timberwolves. The, the free wolves right now. Where you at, Wiggins? Carl Anthony Town dropped his first 30-20 game of the season shortly after Jimmy's departure. He's killing. They're still just not they're not You're not good, bro. They're not going to be good enough. No. Um, Derrick Rose is there though. Derrick Rose is impressing. We both said it. I called it last podcast. Six man of the year. Could get it. I think he deserves it. As of right now, he's he's gotten my vote. Well, Lou Will's there too. He will, Lou, Lou Will, Will is a hell there. of a performer, but he's also it's the storyline, right? It's the same it. thing. It's the same thing with the MVP. I'm with Derrick Rose on you. I, I'm yeah. with that. With yeah, you. yeah. I love Derrick Rose. The fact that he's putting up these numbers is amazing, bro. Yeah, and that's the only reason I want to watch Minnesota. But Wiggins, where the fuck you at, son? Mm-hmm. We're going over. You're taking three shots a game, dog. And Covington was over in that game. Over. They both didn't hit a field goal. In that but game. now we're seeing cats being way more aggressive. Wiggins, we want to see way more out of you, son. Yes, sir. Uh, but we both think that this is probably exactly where they're going to finish. 10-11 seed, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you next year. Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, definitely, in my opinion, as of now, rookie of the year. He's doing whatever. Has he been playing in the NBA for five years, bro? This guy. Where are all the haters at, by the way? Where are all the haters at pre-draft this- that were that were like, this guy, he's fat. He can't play. He can't jump. He's he, he he's got no physicality. Right. Uh, how about twenty points a game? How about twenty in the bag? We're seeing from everywhere, bro. Perimeter three pointer off the dribble. Create your own shot. Free throw. This kid has the whole fucking bag, and he, along with Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell, these kind of guys are the future, bro. Yes, sir. Luca might change the whole fucking game. And bro. he has somehow he has stepped into here. He's played. 18 games and is clearly the leader on that team. Right. Without a doubt. Okay. Without a question, he's the leader on that team. Love that you say that, dude, because I said this to say, I said this to one of the people we were DMing the other night. Uh huh. Next year, this is Luca's team. Yeah. Dallas Mavericks, you will be the face and this is your team. Yeah. It's a great organization to play for. They will bring you the players that you need. They really will. They're, they're Cuban's gonna... willing to spend I when agree. he needs to. And, I agree. And, yeah, and he wants to win again. And so. when people see how great that Luka is, people are going to want to come. Yes. You feel me? Absolutely. Bees love honey, dog. And Luka's the honey, dog. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, so they're 9-9 nine and nine in the 10 seed. I want to see them do well. They're more impressive. I mean, 9-9 nine and nine is what it is. But the, hey. wa- watching him and, and them, they're more impressive. Than I got I something expecting. to say, though. Okay. Yo, DJ. You're shooting 80% from the line, son? DeAndre Jordan's the best free throw shooter on the team. What the fuck? He's the best Best. free throw percentage shooter on their team. 80. 80, DJ. We waited nine years, homie. What the fuck? Hey, what is this? You were shooting 36% two years ago. You know what I'm saying? You should... DeAndre, if he was shooting 80%, his whole career would have numbers that would be so astronomical. Well, oh, dude, those, those early seasons, he would have he would have had like 25 and, and, and 17 rebounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of here, DJ. I love you, bro. Shout out to your family. I love you, but god damn. Yeah, well, and maybe share share some of that with uh, with some. Did of you these... see Luca let him shoot the let technical? Him shoot the, and he missed it. <laughs> he he missed, missed it. it. But hey, but hey, the rhythm is looking really nice for for the first time. Maybe ever. it's maybe it's the homie God Sham God down there trying to give him uh, some pointers. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe it's Dirk. Uh, oh yeah, him too. Yeah, that guy. That guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dirk. He's pretty good. <laughs> Moving up. Yes. The biggest. Oh, keep going up, Drew. 
Yeah, dude. San Antonio Spurs, mm-hmm. ten and ten. DeRozan still doing really well. They're starting to uh, lose some ground right now. You know, they're they're playing just fine. They're, they're doing slow. normal Spurs. Spurs, things, right? It, kind of boring. Uh, Did when, they beat Milwaukee the other night? Uh, Milwaukee let me ended look up winning at that. that game. So the the most recent game that they played was the Bulls, and they beat them by one. Okay. Uh, they did lose to the Bucks. Okay, so that was like OT. I think they it, went OT. Yes, the it was one twenty nine to one thirty five. The yeah, Bucks pulled that game off. Giannis was just on their ass. Um, but the DeRozan dunk oh, is huge. what it, that was. Whoa! See, that, that's why you go get Demar Derozan. I mean, say what you want about the Spurs and their style of play, and you know they're kind of. On that style of plays on the way out of the NBA, but Demar Derozan. Can I tell God. you what the announcer said? And a lot of people tagged us on it. Oh, what they did say? you hear? What he said? I think I saw the after clip. He, after he dunked it, DeFrozen. DeFrozen. He said DeFrozen. He said it. He said that. That's really. We're getting ripped, dog. I'm it's all right. All right. Well, shout out to you, whoever the Spurs announcer is. Uh, is it Bruce Bowen? Oh, I better. I, if it's oh, Bruce it was probably Bowen. the Milwaukee uh, announcer. That's probably who it was. Anyways, we coined Demar Defrozen. Just to that, let you know, that was Eclipse original. Yes, it was. We're getting jacked, yo. Moving up from them uh-huh. in the eight seed. This is my biggest surprise in the Western Conference. Zach Town's fine as far as success goes. Sacramento Kings are competitive every night, Love pretty them. much. I'm scared that we play them. Uh, on Thursday, I'm scared. No team should be happy playing them. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And De'Aaron Fox is 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 one of the fastest players I've ever seen play the game. He's gonna be. He's the truth. Dog. He's turned his game around. You you had took co- him one summer though, Drew. We, we had doubts about him last year as far as like being a, uh, a starting NBA right. What point can he do? Right, right. exactly. Can he and shoot? They, right. And, right. Yeah. And now we're seeing it. Yeah. But Giles, you, you put, Stein. Yeah. Right. He's, they got a Willie Cauley Stein's in a contract yeah. year, and he is playing for that cash. <laughs> yeah. I have never seen him play that hard. They're going to have. Buddy cash. Heald is having a nice yes, year. Yes, he is. But uh, first of all, my favorite. I think my favorite player in the NBA, name wise, is Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> Bog Bog uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, is on this Kings team, and that is a really silky European I like player. Him, bro. And I, yeah, I want to see him do good things too. Shout out to you, Vlade. Think about that, bro. I almost don't want to give him a shout out because because this is this seems like it's it has nothing to do with him. <laughs> it does, dude. It, it seems like it does. You see him like there's there's a I've seen Instagram videos of Vlade at practice. He's got this. I, I think this Sacktown team is way more comparable to the Clippers than the Brooklyn. Uh, than the, the Nets, yeah, okay. Minus like we're seeing a star rise in De- in De'Aaron Fox. He we're is seeing that happen. He was worth the pick, and so I'll, if 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 I'll if I'll, I'll reward Vlade for one thing, okay. it's making that right. selection in the draft. Right. The, I mean, the rest of them are you know it's kind of a crapshoot. You know, and you know it. Okay, they, yeah, but they do have a lot of young talent. We didn't yeah, even yeah. mention Bagley's name, so yes, they're doing some good things yeah. there. And then number speed seven. This, speed this up, Drew, because this one you can go through way fast. Number seven, the Los Angeles Lakers. I really don't have much to say. No. Uh, we continue to uh, sometimes just not show up for games uh, and then think we can turn it on in the fourth quarter. We're taking on the mentality of our leader, uh, LeBron James, who is doing this. And, and we'll continue to do it until he decides it's time for him to start playing hard for the whole game. Uh, and whether that happens at all this year or... We probably will still make the playoffs. We're a good team. At, I want to talk about Lonzo Ball just briefly. Okay. I We have seen a change in him. I don't know if, if he's been watching De'Aaron Fox or if Luke said something to him or if Magic or LeBron, somebody said something to him. I don't. Maybe it was Papa Ball. We haven't heard Papa Ball say shit in a long time. But in the last five games, he is putting his head down and 
going. He is putting the ball on the floor, attacking the basket, getting to the free throw line, going for layups, beating guys down the floor, rebounding like a machine. Yes, his scoring isn't exactly where we would hope it to be right now. But when he's doing that, it makes us a lot better. It does result in a couple turnovers, but I'm much I'm much happier seeing him be aggressive than be uh, the unsure Lonzo Ball. Well, we're seeing you get rewarded for being aggressive in the NBA. Yes. You want to get your numbers up, you go to the fucking free throw line. Simple as that. And if I was a Laker fan, I would say the same thing. I, I watch him. He looks great. Looks like, It looks like he's getting more confident. LeBron said yesterday or two days ago that, look, I don't think Lonzo knows how great he is. I think great – is is a is a he's really, trying to he's trying to light a fire I get it. light yeah. a fire under his ass. I love the leadership. That's I what it. I want. I want more of that from LeBron. That. Please say kind words about Brandon Ingram it, and Kuzma. Please. Yeah, but honestly, dude, you're two and a half back. So you're eleven and eight. Dog. It's, we're eleven eight in the seven seed again. The West is just a clusterfuck. So yes, we're only two games. Uh, we're only two wins behind the Clippers. We're four okay. wins behind the Golden State Warriors. But mm-hmm. here we go. The Lakers. I love you so much. The six seed <laughs> Portland Trail Blazers. Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum. Again, same thing that we're used to They got to a seeing. white boy. The white boy on their team, that Collins kid coming on. I really Gonzaga product. like him. Zach Collins. It's his second year in yes, the league. Yes, I would pay him. I like him a lot. My, uh, Miles He's a Turner, very strange looking individual. He, dude, but that dude plays his ass off. I watched him against the Clippers. We took that dub, just to mm-hmm. let you know. Mm-hmm. I watched him and I said, I want that dude on my team. I was lucky enough to go to the Final Four two years ago when Gonzaga played the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the championship game against North Carolina and lost, and Zach Collins was on that team. Very impressive. I like him. The kid is long. He can <clears throat> shoot. He can run. He and he, you know, for for how skinny he is, he actually is pretty strong. They got some big white boys on that team, bro. Yusuf Nurkic, Miles Leonard, and and yeah, that guy's uh, he's a physical specimen. That's a big boy. And uh, so yeah, Portland's exactly where we thought they'd be. Six mm-hmm. seed, twelve and eight. They're going to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Five seed, Oklahoma City. Welcome back, Russell Westbrook. Thank you. Uh, Paul George is playing his ass off. Stephen Adams still again every year is. is there's more and more reasons as to why he's my favorite player. He's my favorite player. He's top five favorite I player. love watching Steven Adams play. The other night, he was on, on the loose ball and ended up grabbing the leg of uh, an opponent and held on to it for a little while. It was it, just casually. And then kissed his kissed his leg <laughs> and, let him, and then let him go. I love you, Steven Adams. Uh, but beyond that, he's you know doing exactly what you would expect him to do. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Paul George are playing really, really well. Freak injury for Diallo. Mm-hmm. Fell really awkwardly on his leg. We thought we had another Paul George incident there in the moment. Sprayed uh, ankle. And it turned out it would be okay. It, it, it looked it, bad. I mean, you know, it looked terrible. Gotta take so I'm happy for him. Four seed. Not as surprising as the Kings, but almost equally as surprising as the Kings, the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, we talked about how when Marcus All and Mike Conley healthy together, they are a good team. Regardless of who's around them, those two players know how to play the game of basketball and they know how to play together. Uh, so the surprise is that they're 12 and 7 they and they're good. beating teams that we don't think they should be able to beat. Well, they didn't beat the Clippers the other day. We watched that game. <laughs> we, we watched that game together. This guy. Real, well, real fast, though. Jaron Jackson, right? Jaron Jackson, rookie. Yep. Jaron Jackson. Very impressive rookie. right now. It looks really good. I thought he looked really good when they played that long. game. Long. Super long. Long arms. And then the, he said today, and this is crazy, bro. Maybe this is why 2K is so big. But he said the reason why I'm blocking shots is because I'm getting my timing down. Uh-huh. Yeah, playing. from playing 2K. Yeah, which is insane because we don't. I don't play video games. Does anymore. he? Have, does he do the virtual reality? Maybe that's part of it. Maybe, maybe he's in the 2K virtual maybe. reality. Maybe that's where he's actually like just 
blocking shots in his house. Well, I think basketball living room. Basketball's all timing too. You know it what is I mean? Timing. Like, it's uh, a different pace to the game when you go from college to the NBA. Totally. Yeah. And you know, DeAndre started learning that the past like four or five years that you don't gotta try to literally beat everybody's shit just up. Just wait. It's just timing. Right. You're, you're big as fuck. Just wait <laughs> and then you can block the shot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh his development I think mm-hmm. is is also really, really intriguing. Denver, mm-hmm. thirteen and seven. Yeah. Three seed they, if you lose a game in the West, you're at the nine seed. You win a game, you're in the three seed. So this is it. Uh, we don't really have much to say about Denver. Ah, boring. Paul, Paul Millsap is underwhelming right yeah. now. I'll say that. Paul Millsap <clears throat> is very much underwhelming. Yep. They if they're gonna have the success that they hope to have this year, he's gonna have to step the fuck up. You need way more from Millsap, son. That's right. Way more. Um, Did you see that jelly that uh, Jamal Murray threw up the other night? Up I, and under. A- Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, boy. He had a jelly dude. Oh, I love it. I like him. Yeah, Jamal Burns is nice. Gary Harris shouts to you, one of the hardest working players in the NBA. I like him a lot. He earned everything that he has Mm -hmm. in this league, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I always liked him, man, at Michigan State. So, shouts to you, Gary. Uh, Number two. Number two, this is. Golden State Warriors Mm -hmm. at 15 and 7. They have... They have the most wins in the West, mm-hmm. but because of the seven losses, they are sitting in the two seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, behind who, Drew? Behind, well, we'll get to them. Oh, I'm just... Uh, okay. you, you, I think you're all aware. If you're not aware by now who's in the West, I'm <laughs> sure you'll be made aware here very shortly. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, they're they're getting some wins back. Kevin Durant had an unbelievable game last night. He's playing out uh, of his mind. Clay Thompson had a really nice game. They were down by 15 points to an Orlando Magic team, as we talked about, <clears throat> is playing really well right now. They came back without Steph Curry, and Draymond Green is still out. We've talked so much about Why Draymond. Why is Draymond still out with the toe, Drew? I don't know. Suspect to me, dude. This is, all the, the only thing I can keep thinking of is is it's either uh, a more severe toe injury than Didn't Shaq than have away. a major toe problem? Like- Shaq, Shaq was out for 15 games uh, with one with a toe injury one year for the Lakers. Uh, but but Shaq's toes, as we've seen from evidence on TNT, uh, are a He's whole. A size that's 56 a whole. That's, in the shoe. that's a whole nother thing. His I toe mean, looks like a baseball. Bat. His toes look horrific. Horrific. I, I, you know. So I, uh, hopefully Draymond's got a better situation than Shaq does going down down there. Uh, but what I do know is that regardless of that, Draymond Green was celebrating with Kevin Durant last night after a victory. Uh, as much as we want <laughs> more drama mm-hmm. to be stemming from this, I feel like the team has moved past it. Right. Steph Curry was involved in a car accident on the freeway. And not I think, a Kia or not a uh, Acura. What is he sponsored hit, by? Not an Infinity. Infinity. Yeah, he was driving a Porsche. It was the Porsche. Uh, he has three of those, by the way, <laughs> of varying degrees of race. Didn't he say, uh, what's her name drives the, the Infinity? That's what I Aisha said. is definitely, I mean, he, he took that Infinity sponsorship for his lady. Yeah. Um, and and shouts to you, Aisha. You deserve an Infinity. You probably deserve a little bit more than an infinity she could mm-hmm. get a porsche too why can't she have a porsche so steph curry driving to the arena prepping for a game that he's not going to be playing in car spins out in front of him i'm sure you've heard this if you haven't he was hit and his car got pretty fucked up uh he was hit twice by the spinning vehicle nobody is the general bro do you think he's got the general insurance <laughs> if he doesn't i'm sure Shaq can make that happen for him <laughs> he certainly doesn't have state farm no because he'd be on the no. goddamn commercials <laughs> But uh, he was his vehicle was hit twice. The bumper from his uh, the front bumper from his Porsche was pretty much ripped off the vehicle. Nobody was injured. It was just a little rainy out there. But uh, something like that, they got a text message or a, a Woj bomb Steph's on Twitter. Accident. Steph got in a car accident. Holy shit! 
Uh, I know Warrior Nation took a uh, took a real deep breath in and a panic button for a second there. Tight Steph, buttholes. Steph should wrap himself in bubble wrap every time he le- he leaves the house. The memes bro, afterwards were really really good. <laughs> they were really good. Uh, so, but we're happy that he's doing fine. Uh-huh. He's making progress with he his is. injury. He should be back next week at the latest. And I think I'm, I'm excited for that. Upon his return, regardless of the Draymond Green toe situation, mm. toe or no toe, to Dray toe Dan. or to not toe. Uh, hey, Steph needed a toe. I bet Draymond. Drew. Oh, <laughs> hey, I like that, Drew. <laughs> Stephanie uh, with a toe. Um, anyway, I bet Draymond Green wasn't able to provide him with a toe. Probably not. So the uh, the Warriors look just fine. Yeah, uh, when fine. Steph comes back, they're going to look even better. And then to get to the yes. number one seed, yes, I, I think it's great that we finish a show like that. Just tell them, Drew. Just go for it. It is the Los Angeles Clippers. Wow, they're at thirteen and six. And, uh, yeah, they are right now number one seed in the Western Conference. I have never in my life, Drew, been more happy. I, I said this on my Instagram post last night. I have never in my life been more happy of a, of a, of a Clipper basketball team, dude. I made my Lakers thing short. I would like for you to also do that. I, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm going to make it I'm gonna, I'll make it short. It is, this, this is what it is, bro. I've never been like – it's funny because – the haters always say, oh, well, it's the fucking Clippers. I'll just wait for the Clippers. This isn't the same Clippers. And it hasn't been the same Clippers. Like, guys, you got to understand, dude. Like, for the past 10 years, just say 10 years, if we're down 15 points in the third quarter, we're not coming back in this game. I don't care if we got Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. We're not coming back. This team has fight. We have grit. We have players. There is no agenda. There isn't a half a billion dollars committed to three players. You know what I mean? We're seeing... Uh, Tobias Harris literally turn into a star before our eyes. And Drew and I got an argument the other night. If this if the season ended right now, Tobias Harris would be an all star in my eyes, and to a lot of other people, player the Western Conference Player of the Week this week. Yeah. Um, to to that point, uh-huh. I I wasn't saying that he wasn't playing at an all star caliber level. I was simply saying that in the Western Conference, tough. You, you're dealing with so many stars <laughs> right. that it just it just doesn't seem like it's in the cards for him. Right. I would love to see him as an all star. Right. He's on. He's he's literally the pillar in my fantasy <laughs> basketball right. league. So I would love to see him be an all star, right. and he deserves it. It's just I just don't think it's going to happen. I, it's just exciting to watch. I, I even love watching Doc coach. I'm seeing different lineups. I'm seeing Gallinari. Tobias! Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Tobias! <laughs> Tobias, pass no! the Pass the bobby! No! <laughs> um, I just like the way we're playing team basketball. Like, even Gortat, like, the little things, setting the major screens, you know, so Lou can get open and, and – uh, Hit the jumper. I'm just really proud of the squad. And yes, I know if we lose two in a row, we're going to be down to seven spot. But <laughs> it's tight. I think people are realizing right now we're flying very low under the radar, dude. Very low. And well, you shouldn't be under the radar anymore. I, I mean, agree. you're sitting at the top of the West. If you're under the radar, then people are just clearly avoiding looking at the they, radar. Well, what people look for is okay. Well, do you have Anthony Davis? Do you have Joel Embiid? Do you have fucking Steph Curry? No, but we have twelve dudes and we run twelve deep. And you have one of the best scorers in the NBA in Lou Williams. Right. And 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 no, when, when, nobody can guard him one-on-one. It's the, just not – you can't do it. So You mean Sweet Lou Trilliums? Sure. Because he keeps it trill? Is that it? Well, Mariano Rivera, the fourth quarter. <laughs> that's kind oh, of what I wanted I like to go that. with, the Mariano I, Rivera. I like that. Um, I'm stoked on my Clippers right now, yeah. dude. And, and, and just to let you guys know, we have three games coming up that we need to win. Phoenix, Sacramento, and Dallas. 
These are three games like we were talking about the Washington Wizards. These are the games that you need you to You need win. to beat the teams that you should beat, and the Clippers have done that so far. We have. Yeah. You guys only lost one really bad game, and that was the, the Nets, right? Are no, you guys- Washington. Washington was the one game. That was the one game that we really lost. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the, we're the, and this is this is what wins ball games. Dude. We're second in the NBA in free throw percentage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, uh, the last eight games, we're averaging fucking 122 points a game. That's insane. We're putting numbers on the board and we're playing defense. Montrez Harrell, you, my friend, are fucking special. You are so fucking special, dude. I think you are a better DeAndre Jordan. And I'm sorry, Jason, if you're listening to this episode. Because Montrez has given us given us something that we haven't seen in a really long time. Drew wants me to cut this shit store. This stort or short? This story short. However you want to do it, just cut it. Keep it stort. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to do a 48-minute episode tonight, but unfortunately, we have a lot to say. Um, that's the run-through through the NBA. We didn't even get into the news that we wanted to talk there, about. There really isn't that much news. We ended up covering a lot of the news as we went through we the, 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 uh, the, you know. The, we got to really learn how to fucking pace this shit out, Drew. Well, I think I said more words in the last hour and 15 minutes than I've said in the last three weeks. I was motoring through that. And we don't take breaks in anymore people we're going right through this we got the bottle of mark west pinot noir yeah you're gonna have to pause it if you want to break because <laughs> wanna, we ain't pausing so we bad, are not bro. pausing hey it's a follow through with clips and drew hey yo shout out really quick throw us a follow at clips and drew follow at drew the right thing follow at clips 555 shout out to the forest lab b-ball junkies antidote fresh soul science gold net everybody that fucks with us Shout out to you guys. Send us a DM. Let us know what you think about the show. But, Drew, we're going to take them out. Subscribe and review. Subscribe and review. But we're going to take them out with some OG shit, Drew. Oh, good. 25 years ago, this week. Was it Britney Spears? One of the great... No, it was not Britney. <laughs> we're not taking them out. I was 20 years ago. No, that's right. It was only we're not 20 taking years ago. Them out. We're not taking them out with Britney. The first CD my mom actually bought me in my stocking. Oh. And she bought it because she thought the cover was cute and I wanted it. And Snoop Dogg. Do- doggy style. Yes. We're going with Pump Pump. This is what, this is a banger. This shit will slap for centuries, bro. It's a follow through with Clips and Drew. We're ghosts. Later. Let the motion of your body be the key to we Be the motherfucking G Funk family. Now I'll play the G in this deadly game. Snoop Dogg is the name, dog pounds the game. If it ain't one thing, it's a motherfucking other. Word to my granny and my daddy and my mother. Was standing on the corner, a bouncing in a six deuce. When I was locked up, I couldn't wait to get loose. Cause back in the days, on the sidewalk, where it's at. A nigga had to have a fat stack And I was a fool Don't make me have to grab my strap And go rat-tat-tat-tat Nigga slap to a motherfucker face ball Can't none of y'all niggas see the doggy dog Cause I'm one rude boy Coming with the wickedness So shut the fuck up and listen while I'm kicking it Black man, blam to them ball Listen to them shots from my nigga doggy
Uh, the behavior and the flavor that I found makes me wanna hit that ass up with the dog. 